Welcome to the Slay Podcast with Leanne Gabriel. Listen in as she leads and empowers with stories of inspiring women making a difference in today's world. Good afternoon, Slay family. I am so thrilled to be here today with one of my favorite charities ever. I'm so excited. We have a very special guest today. Joining me today is Vice President Debbie Hood of the Baltimore chapter of the Ronald McDonald House Charity. So Debbie, thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you, Leanne, for inviting me. And, you know, it's always great to see you and to be a part of of your group. Well, thank you so much. And I love the charity. We're going to talk a little bit about how you help families and children. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how people can support you and all the great things that are involved. But first, we love to learn a little bit about you. So can you share? You've been there for 18 magical years. How did you become a part of Ronald McDonald House Charities? And, and how did your interest come about? And what brought you there? Oh, gosh. Well, yes, I just celebrated 18 years at the Ronald McDonald House. My coworker Susan informed me of that a couple of weeks ago, and it doesn't feel like it's been 18 years, but it has. Um, I just love being here at the Ronald McDonald House and really how I got here. Uh, it was one of those things. I was working in the corporate world, for-profit um, organization, but I really wanted to do something different. I wanted to be in a position where I really felt like I was doing good and I was helping people and, and just coming home with, with that feeling. So I did some exploring, some researching, found out about the Ronald McDonald House. Um, actually, I had a friend um, who knew someone that was involved with the Ronald McDonald House. So off chance, I called the executive director at the time and I said, you know, I'd, I'd love to come in and talk to you. I'm really interested in getting involved with the house. Would you consider someone that does an internship? And she said, well, we don't do internships, but I'd love to meet you. And that's how it all started. I came in, we Amazing. sat down, we talked for probably two hours. And the next thing I know, I was in an internship, which I was happy to do because again, I was looking for that fit and I wasn't really concerned about salary. I just wanted to start and I wanted to work here. Um, so it evolved from there. And I've just, you know, enjoyed every minute every family I've met, all my different co-workers along the way. Um, and I think this is where I will officially retire. Absolutely. And it's so amazing, that charity. And, you know, I want to take a minute now, if you wouldn't mind, Debbie, and talk about what it does. Because for years, I'd heard of the Ronald McDonald House, and I knew there was some kind of charity. But until I actually had the opportunity to go and see one, and to have someone explain what you do for families, I didn't understand the depth of it. What you do is extraordinary and you help families when they're in their worst time of need. So can you take a minute for anyone who has not heard of the charity or only has heard of it, but doesn't know what you do, could you tell everyone what your function is and how you make such a difference? Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you asked that question because for myself included, um, I was aware of the Ronald McDonald House, mm -hmm. but I didn't know exactly what happened within the Ronald McDonald House. And what we are, I always like to explain it as a home away from home with families with sick children. Um, what happens is family come, families come to Baltimore in search of medical care for their child. Um, and these are children that are seriously injured, um, that are battling cancer. We have children here for various diagnoses. Um, and what we 
attempt to do is to keep the families together. So when this happens and, you know, a family today and then 24 hours from now is in a completely different situation. And for those of us that have children to, you know, today at five o'clock, everything is well in our world. And tomorrow at five o'clock, it is not. Mm. They, they're here in Baltimore, their child, they they can't think clearly, they could have other siblings at home. So their, their world is turned upside down. So what our role is, and what we strive to do every day is to welcome these families, to give them that home away from home, to make sure that they're very close to their child while their child's undergoing, you know, this treatment. Um, our goal is to make them as life as easy as possible um, to really welcome them with open arms. We give, you know, meals every day, breakfast and dinner. We have free transportation. Um, there's, you know, a room. We have volunteers that come in every day that interact with the family. So, you know, it's so much more um, than a home away from home. I mean, just the, the comfort that's provided. Um, and we hear it from the families all the time. You know, they say they can't thank us, you know, enough um, for helping them in, you know, their greatest time of need. Absolutely. And as a mom, I know, you know, I'm so grateful that my son is healthy. And I can't imagine what families go through when their children are facing something so intense or life-threatening. And then on top of it, in order to get the care they need, they may have to relocate. Now we're talking about Baltimore, but there are Ronald McDowell houses all over the country. So if someone needed medical care out of state and there wasn't something like what you were doing, they'd have to figure out how to afford a hotel every day. I mean, it's impossible for a family to navigate through that. It is. And also, you know, for the parents that work and, you know, one of the parents has to be here with their child. In some cases, both parents can be here. You know, nowadays more parents can work remotely. Um, so, you know, the families can really stay together. You know, mm -hmm. summertime is approaching. So the schools will be, you know, out. So more of the siblings can come. And that's really what it's all about is, is trying to keep the family together because, you know, it's been proven that a child you know, is does much better when they're with their family. Um, we do have children that stay here right within the house, the Ronald McDonald house, and do outpatient treatment. And then we have those children that are inpatient. Um, so we're very close to the hospitals. That's why we're here in downtown Baltimore, because we're very close to the hospitals, very fortunate to have the hospitals such as Johns Hopkins and Kennedy Krieger, University of Maryland, that are so close uh, to the mm -hmm. Ronald McDonald House. So literally these families are within minutes, at most 20 minutes away from their child. So, you know, for, for them to be here, for them to have nothing to worry about. And again, that's what we strive for is when they come to us, not to have to worry about, you know, paying for a hotel, paying for meals. You know, there's so many other things that are given to them here at the Ronald McDonald House because, you know, everything is still happening at home. So they're here in Baltimore. They can be here for a couple of nights, couple of weeks, couple of months, if not longer. So at the same time, everything is still happening at home. They're paying those bills. You know, they have siblings who might not be able to come. So it's, it's very difficult and we're here to help them maneuver um, and, you know, make their journey. We always say we can't affect the outcome, but we can certainly help them 
why they're here with us. Incredible. And you have a big house. Can you share, if you don't mind, how many families you're currently hosting right now? We do. We have 55 families, um, and that is full occupancy here. Um, 55 families every night and 2,400 families a year um, come to this house. So um, we're we're pretty full and, and you know, it, it gets very lively, especially this time of day, because we have a lot of the parents, you know, and the kids are in the house that are returning from treatment. So, you know, dinner time's always, um, you know, um, a really nice opportunity um, to really get to know the families and the playroom is connected right to our dining room. So, you know, you see the kids mm. playing and, you know, it, it really is a special time. And that's where you see that support. Um, that comes from the community in full action. It's incredible that you're not only supporting the family, but then the other benefits, since there's so many families, the parents and the children have someone that understands what they're going through, where if they were isolated outside of all the financial burdens and problems of trying to stay in a hotel, they would feel so alone if you didn't create that environment. That's right. I mean, just the isolation. Um, there have been so many times where if we've watched, you know, a parent or parents, you know, come to us and I mean, you just know. Um, and of course, we know that, you know, their child's been just diagnosed or um, for whatever reason they're here. And it's really frightening. So if we can kind of, you know, match them with another family or Many times it happens naturally. They can be in the dining room and they start talking to another parent. And it could be their child is, is treating with the same doctor. And, and to, to see that discussion and just to see that they have another person who knows what they're going through. I mean, we all know when you're talking to someone that has similar, is in a similar situation, I mean, you really have a connection. Um, so it's, we, we love when that happens because, you know, that's something that, you know, we can do a lot of things, but we can't do that. Yes, absolutely. And one of the things I would love to ask you, I, I can't imagine all the families that you've interacted with over 18 years. And I know there's no way for you to be able to really explain the magnitude of that. But could you pick maybe a, a one or two experiences that would help people understand how great it is to be Debbie Hood and <laughs> to be in a position to do that? Some of the things that you've seen where it really has touched and helped families. Um, well, you know, again, lots of families over 18 years. Um, but I will tell you that, um, you know, it's so rewarding when you see um, a family go home, uh, when you see, you know, a particular family, you know, that I just said comes through the door so frightened. And then to be able to ring the bell, we have a bell at our welcome desk. And we know our entire staff that that means good news, whether it's going home, finished treatment, birthday, any special news they want to share with us. So, you know, for for a family that's had, you know, a, a child that was born, for example, now we have a mom in the house um, who was from Virginia mm -hmm. and her baby was diagnosed with spina bifida. So now Johns Hopkins, they do a, a procedure, a surgery with the baby in utero. So at 24 weeks, the baby had spinal surgery and then is put back in the womb. And she's here with us now because when she goes into labor, and hopefully makes it to, to 36 weeks, she is very close within five minutes 
to getting to the hospital. Um, so that's you know, incredible. They can do that. It, it is. And, and I was just talking to mom, Clara, the other night, and she was showing me pictures because you can imagine a, a baby at 24 weeks um, mm. and it's a girl and to actually physically operate on her spine. And because they were able to do this procedure at 24 weeks, when she's born, you know, the, 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 it hasn't progressed. So, I mean, it's just mind boggling. It is what, what the medical community can do these days. And we've seen that over the years. When I first started the NICU babies 18 years ago, you know, we were buying, you know, baby doll clothes and, you know, now, you know, you can, you know, get the, the preemie clothes and, you know, babies that are being born at 1.9 ounces, that are going home, you know, these babies are now surviving. So, you know, again, it's so rewarding to see those families or a, a child, I'm thinking of one in particular, actually, he's a young man, his name is Greg, and he was paralyzed um, in an accident. So to see the long journey of physical therapy um, and persistence, determination, and mm -hmm. going from inpatient to outpatient and then transitioning here to the Ronald McDonald house for a very long time to be able to take those steps, you know, those wow. first steps. I mean, it, you, you, you really, it, it, it just stops you in your tracks because, you know, this is a family that you've come very close to attached to, and, you know, you just see the, the, the like I said, the determination and these families and you know, they just don't give up. And for the families to say that being here at the Ronald McDonald House, that it has changed their world, for them to be exposed to the love and the compassion of the community that is a part of this house. I mean, that is what really gets them through. So, you know, again, so many families, so many stories um, to share, but there are just so many, I would, I would be, I would be talking for another day. <laughs> it's, it's, look, I've had the pleasure of meeting you and you are just somebody who brings so much warmth and light and joy into room. So I, I know how much you contribute to them. And I know you must feel so fulfilled and sometimes heartbroken and go through so much, you know, being at that house, you know, tell everybody who's listening though. I mean, they can't all be in a position to do what you do, but maybe if someone is moved or inspired or they'd like to help the house, I'd love for them to have some information. And though we are talking about Baltimore, when people are listening, they can look up a Ronald McDonald house in their area, correct? They can. So let's start with that. And then we'll talk about ways that people can help. How would someone find a Ronald McDonald house in their own state, wherever they live? Uh, probably the easiest way in their own state is to do a search. Um, for example, Ronald McDonald House, Maryland. Uh, there are 185 Ronald McDonald Houses wow. in the United States. I believe there's close to 390 worldwide. So mm -hmm. I would suggest just going on and you know doing a search within your state. There's also um, Ronald McDonald House Charities Global. Um, and a lot of people we found that will end up on their site um, and you can select by chapter. So, you know, there's a drop down menu, but again, the easiest way is just to do the search 
by your state. Great. And if someone wants to get in, wants to get involved, excuse me, you know, what are the options? Um, let's go through a few things. Maybe, you know, obviously I'm sure donations are extremely helpful, but there are financial donations and there are needs that the house has for supplies. Can you touch base on that part? Sure can. Um, definitely financial contributions. I mean, again, this is, you know, we're a nonprofit. Um, so, you know, very generous donations, you know, we're always in need of that financial support. But the other way that you can come become involved is through volunteering. And there are many ways. Um, what I would suggest is to do a search uh, Ronald McDonald House, Maryland, or any Ronald McDonald House in your own state, mm -hmm. um, there will be a volunteer section. I would definitely check that out. Um, for our house, for example, you can come in, you can make a meal that can be breakfast or dinner. Um, you can also make, um, for example, we have what we call comfort kits. We also have blankets, like those tie blankets, which are very easy to make that you can make and donate to the Ronald McDonald House, come directly to the house. Um, we also have cubbies for the families, otherwise known as mailboxes. So we have 55 of those. So a lot of times people will, um, whether it's stuffed animals, it could be toiletry kits. Um, again, comfort kits could be, you know, a pair of slippers or, I mean, it can be snacks, bottled water. And then what we do is we put those in the cubbies. So every single day, and I will tell you, when I pass those cubbies, the kids, when they come back to the house, they're always looking for those oh. cubbies. So, you know, that's always a fun way to, to volunteer at the house. So there's, you know, opportunities that you can do outside of the house and then bring those items to the Ronald McDonald house or physically be in the house. We also have a bake shop. So again, I would suggest looking at our website. And for those of you in Maryland that are interested, um, always feel free to email or to call me. Um, and also we can arrange to have a tour. Many people like to come see the house as they're going through and we're talking and they're seeing, they come up with different opportunities. And one other thing I forgot is activity hour. So every night after dinner, dinner is served at six, we have activity hour for the families. Um, so we have volunteers that come from the community that might do bingo. It can be reading to the children. Um, we have pets on wheels. Um, it can be really anything you want it to be. Crafts, we're always open to new ideas. That's incredible. So people can volunteer. Obviously they can donate money. They mm -hmm. can donate donate items to make people more comfortable, whether it's toiletries, toys, et cetera. They can make things for the house or they can come cook at the house and they don't have to be a chef, right? If somebody wants <laughs> to come be part of it. I had a, a bunch of people that, uh, you know, I was working with and in one of the cities they went in and they went all together to one of the homes in Ohio and they all had a night where they all pitched together and cooked, but they got help in case anyone's intimidated by cooking. Oh, we, we, we can always help. And we have our volunteer director, Mary, and she can even give, you know, suggestions for menu um, items. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a great way to, again, meet the families, be here in the house. And everybody knows the kitchen is really the heart of the home. Um, and yes. that stands true here at the Ronald McDonald house as well. And last but not least, a lot of the houses will have an event, um, a gala, the shuffle, different things. So, People can look up events that they can participate in as well. 
Yes, and we just celebrated our 12th annual Red Shoe Shuffle, which is our 5K uh, walk and run. Uh, it was on April 16th, and it was our best shuffle yet. Uh, we had close to 3,000 participants here at the house. Uh, we had 250 volunteers that were lined along the course, which started at the Ronald McDonald House and went you know, into Harbor East and the Inner Harbor. So, I mean, it's a really beautiful course. Um, so what I would suggest next year, we've already set the date. It's going to be April 14th, 2024. Information will be on our website. Um, I would, you know, definitely recommend that those of you in Maryland to be a part of that event, because I guarantee you, once you come out for the Red Shoe Shuffle, you will come back because it is that much fun. We had, I think it was 175 Ronald McDonald House families that came back. Wow. We call them our alumni families that came back for the event and participated. And the kids wore the capes and um, we had alumni breakfast as part of the shuffle. So it really is a terrific event to be a part of. Well, Debbie, I can't thank you enough for taking the time today. I know a lot of people will now understand really what this charity does and how important it is. And, you know, bless your heart. I, there are some days where I wish I could be you. And there's some days where I can't imagine how hard it is to be you. So, you know, the heart and commitment you make to the charity and all the families that pass through is just so phenomenal and giving. So thank you so much for what you do. Well, thank you for having me on today. And again, it's always wonderful to share the Ronald McDonald House with, with everyone. And Really, if anyone would like more information, please, please reach out to us. Um, we would love to meet you and have you, you know, come see this wonderful house um, that really is supported by the community. So again, thank you. It's always wonderful to see you, Leanne. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll see you in person soon. Absolutely. And if you are watching this on Facebook or on YouTube, we will make sure that we put a link to the uh, website so you can get some more information or figure out ways you can help. And I'll just throw in there, one of the things that um, I've done a couple of times for fun is when I had an event either at my home or an event for work, we got a list from our local house and we figured out what they needed, whether it was, you know, toiletries, shampoo, all kinds of crazy things and everybody brought stuff. So that way collectively we we're able to make a difference. So look into it, please. And uh, we will be back again live next week. Everyone, thank you so much. Stay safe and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Slay Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to join our exclusive Facebook group, you can reach out to Leanne and her staff at slaywithlg at gmail.com. That's S-L-A-E with L-G at gmail.com.